And hello everyone and welcome to our program, The Truth Will Set You Free, Bible Prophecy TV Radio Edition. I'm Vic Batista along with Nathan Jones and we're transmitting live from our station here, www.twave.tv, twitcasting.tv and our various networks. Today we have a great program lined up for you as we're going to be looking at Lamentations chapter 4, talking about the Lord's fury. So you want to stay tuned for today's program. Those of you that are following us live via social media, We'd love for you to post your questions or your comments for Nathan Jones and myself. And of course, before we continue, I'm going to ask Nathan Jones if he will open us up with a word of prayer. Lord Jesus, we thank you so much for this opportunity to study your word. Uh, Lamentations is a difficult book, Lord, but it's very vital in our Christian walk to understand it. And Lord, we just praise you for it and all that we're tuned in. And we just thank you for your precious name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Again, you're tuning into the Truth Will Set You Free Bible Prophecy TV Radio Edition. Vic Batista, Nathan Jones. Again, we're talking about the Lord's fury in Lamentation chapter 4. Hey, today's program is sponsored by Calvary Brower, Calvary Aventura, and the Truth Will Set You Free Ministry. You can find more information here on www.tway.tv. And of course, if you find yourselves in the Aventura Hollandale area, hey, we'd love for you to stop by and be part of our ministry on Sundays at 9 a.m. in Spanish, 11 a.m. in English, and of course on Wednesdays at 7.30. So more information at 305-992-9537. We'd love to hear from you. And of course, before we continue, I'm going to welcome my co-host to the program, Nathan Jones. Nathan, it's great to have you on. Hey, brother. Good to be on and picking up in Lamentations. Uh, what is this, part 10? Part 11, actually, Nathan. Is it, time is flying. Oh, wow, it has flowed. I didn't even know there was a 10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, Nathan, actually, the last time we had a wonderful program as we talked about gold in lamentation, and you brought us through uh, those wonderful scriptures, and uh, that was our 10th segment, so today will be our 11th. So, I mean, we're, we're just flying through Lamentation Chapter 4. Well, there's a lot of meat to this book, and most people don't read it. Didn't realize it was written by the prophet Jeremiah when Israel was destroyed in 586 BC, leaving the city destroyed and Jeremiah sitting in the dust, lamenting over the loss of his people. Yeah. The people for centuries, for 900 years since Moses, had disobeyed God and run after idols. And finally, God said, Enough is enough. You still claim title to the land, but you haven't obeyed me, so I'm kicking you out. And for 70 years, they were up with the Babylonians in exile, yeah. and they will come back one day. But at this point in Jeremiah's life, no such luck. They, uh, the city's destroyed, and he's lamenting for his people. You know, Nathan, and that's what we're going to be looking at this incredible chapter. So we pray that those of you that are watching and listening, that you will grab your Bibles and follow with us in uh, Lamentation chapter 4. But before we continue, I'm going to ask Nathan Jones to share a little bit about their ministry, maybe special event, Nathan, and contact information in case someone out there um, I want to learn more about the ministry. Well, certainly. Uh, again, my name is Nathan Jones. I'm the Associate Evangelist and Web Minister with Lamb and Lion Ministries. We're a Bible prophecy teaching ministry whose mission it is to proclaim the soon return of Jesus yes. Christ. And folks, check us out on our website, lamblion.com or christinprophecy.org. We have our television show, uh, Christ and Prophecy with Dr. David Reagan, and many articles, blogs, newsletters, social media, you name it. So you can connect with God and get excited about a soon return. So check us out, landline.com. Awesome. For those of you that are watching us live, you can check that out there on the big screen. And a lot of wonderful, wonderful resources. So Nathan, I thank you for So Nathan, I know you're always working on one of your incredible videos. What's up? What's coming up next? Oh, is it a surprise? 
Well, besides our television show, Christ and Prophecy, which is aired on all the major Christian networks all over the world, uh, we all do a short teaching video series called The Inbox, or short little videos that some doctor always calls them snappy videos that <laughs> answer a major question related to Bible prophecy. And uh, the latest is number 15, Should Christians Really Support Israel? My associate Steve and I had a lot of fun with that. We pretended we were the Mythbusters, and oh. we busted the myth about Israel. That is exciting. I'm going to check that out. So, Nathan, that, thank you for sharing that. Just a lot of wonderful ways to capture people's attention, right, Nathan? And you do them short because today people's attention span are very short. And people, like, there, there are visual learners who learn from videos. So we, besides writing lots of articles in our magazine, The Lamplighter, you know, we can answer the questions also by doing short videos and yeah. longer ones for the half-hour Christ and Prophet episode. As you do, brother, with all your interviews, we have to... Five different radio, uh, excuse me, uh, long, uh, online and radio teachings a week. Yeah, well, I cut back a little bit, Nathan, because I'm working full time again. So otherwise, <laughs> we'll have a lot more. But yes, it's exciting. Well, I love it that you and your wife Maureen teach, and then you see your daughters leading worship and your church service online. Brother, you're a true web minister. Hey. I'm learning from the best. No. <laughs> well, actually, Nathan, that's what we do. We minister on the web. You, of course, reach a lot more individuals than we do. But we just love to use technology. You and I, we have to admit, we're just two technology geeks. That we are, brother. That we are. And I'm, I'm very happy to see, being a technology geek, I'm watching as I talk to you on Facebook, that you are uh, got an American flag behind you. What's with the American flag? Yeah, well, we, we support America. We support our troops. Uh, my son Isaac is going to be going to the Marines in about is he really? in about four wow. months. About four months. He's very excited. Ooh. He's picked his MLS. I mean, he's done so much research throughout the years. So uh, we we think you know young people, especially those that want to support their country. Hey, why not, right, Nathan? You, I know Ethan too. He was looking into us, uh, uh, those kind of academies. I just think it's fantastic. Yeah, my oldest son is seventeen, and he is uh, in the middle of the application process for the Air Force Academy. So, awesome. uh, you won't find my family during the national anthem down on one knee. I don't think we should protest our troops overseas no. who are suffering and dying for us. There's better avenues of sharing our free speech than dissing our country. So and, I totally agree with you. Yes, and that's why we love America, we support America, we support our troops, Nathan. The freedom that we have came at a great price. Amen, absolutely. And talking about freedom and great prices, there's no other than, of course, what the Lord did for us at the cross and what is displayed uh, through the Old Testament uh, with his people, right, Nathan? And as we title our message for today, The Lord's Fury, and we're going to pick it up in Lamentation chapter 4, uh, we hope that those of you that are watching and listening uh, can also see uh, God's sacrifice uh, for, for humanity, but also what happens uh, when God's people rebel. So Nathan, if you could continue to take us through Lamentation 4, this incredible prophetic book, that would be fantastic. Well, fantastic. You know, it's funny that you, when you talk about the flag, and then you mentioned about Israel, and Israel was supposed to be God's flag. They were supposed to be yeah. a symbol of God, a symbol of purity, a symbol of a people devoted to God the Father, yeah. and yet they failed again and again and again, and the Lord had given them 900 years of prosperity again and again and again and rejected them until finally they are sent out. And they are going to exile, and the exile, the Bible says, would cure them of their idolatry. So 
we've got here so far in Lamentations 4, 1 through 10, that he is lamenting what has happened to the people. And by the time we get to verse 11, Jeremiah says, the Lord has fulfilled his fury. He has poured out his fierce anger. He kindled a fire in Zion, and it has devoured his foundation. Woo! Nathan, when you look at, the, at these verses, verse 11, I mean, sometimes, you know, people don't understand the righteousness of God or the wrath of God, and, and, and we only see uh, Jesus, the sight of Jesus, meek and mild, right, uh, you know, riding on a donkey. But the Bible tells us that when the Lord returns, Nathan, it's going to be nothing uh, short of a roaring lion when he comes. Yeah. That's very true. Uh, we tend to have an unbalanced view of God. Uh, yeah. Or we think that, well, the Old Testament was Yahweh. He's a different God than Jesus of the New Testament. They're two separate gods, even though they're both two entities of the Trinity, the Father and the Son, and, of course, the Shekinah glory being the Holy Spirit. But, you know, we ourselves aren't always loving and forgiving, no. or we ourselves aren't always angry and wrathful and, and believe in justice. We're balanced. Between the two, if you're a normal human being and not a sociopath, God himself <laughs> the same way. We're made in his image. And God himself has, has a balance. He is loving and forgiving. And he forgave the Jewish people for 900 years. He gave them chance after chance after chance after chance. And then returned to him and they refused. Yeah. Finally, he got angry like any parent with a child. It kind of spanked the child. And just as he promised, Jewish people knew this was going to happen. Right. Moses had said it in the law that in Deuteronomy 28, that if they rebelled against God continuously, that they would then be exiled out of the land. And just as Moses prophesied, and just as God had told through the prophets like Jeremiah, it finally happened. The Lord had reached like a cup, overflowing, his fury overflowed. His fierce anger is against his home city of Zion, and he devoured the foundations. The, the city was destroyed, and the people sent into exile to Babylon. Mm. Nathan, you know, uh, I don't know if you remember back in the days that television program, The Hulk, the movie came out of it, right? And yeah, and, and, Bruce and, Banner or David Banner, as <laughs> he was called in the cartoon. Yeah, remember him? And he, one of the sayings, and I have a picture in the back of The Hulk. He will always say, "You don't like me when I'm angry," right? <laughs> no, but then we could wait till the Hulk smash, right? Because yeah. David would get angry, or Bruce, however he, he went by. Even in the movies, the Avenger movies, right? Exactly. He's a mild-mannered, meek guy. You know, I don't know about you, but I used to watch that 70s Hulk, and, you know, Bill Vick, <laughs> he was always this mild-mannered, quiet guy, and then you knew eventually in the shows a bunch of hoods would beat him up. It always happened. Always he'd get beat up, and he'd be like, please, you don't want to do that. You're... And then you waited for it. The eyes would turn green, and his skin would turn green, and his shirt would rip, and all of a sudden, Lou Frignos was there. You know, He was the Hulk, and he'd beat up on the bad guys and then run off and, and hide in the sunset somewhere. And, you know, that, that is a symbol of the Hulk. But the Lord would be like that, too. The guy is peaceful and loving, and, and he loves right. his people. He looks forward to the day when we have a peaceful time period. But like any deity or any human being, we are made in his image. We, yeah, we are tired of the disobedience and the That's evil, right. and we want to see justice. So there's a balance in God between justice and love. As a matter of fact, That's true right. justice, man, 
requires love, right? Excellent point, Nathan. And of course, and that's what we're seeing here. For those of you that just tuned in, again, you're tuned into The Truth Will Set You Free, Bible Prophecy TV Radio Edition, Vic Batista, Nathan Jones, as we're looking at Lamentation chapter 11, uh, chapter 4, verse 11, and we're talking about the Lord's fury. And yes, God displays anger, God displays wrath, but we notice there's always a reason behind it. And here we're noticing is due to disobedience. And there is the balance of God, of course, his nature. And uh, right, Nathan, it's true. You can't have one without the other. Uh, and that's what we see throughout the Bible. Well, you always hear people say, well, God is all loving and will we'll forgive all sin and everybody will make it into heaven, that universalist teaching. But that's a lie, man. That isn't what the Bible says at all. God might be all loving, but you want to see justice if you're loving. Yes. You want to see the child molester go to jail. You want to see the murderer seek uh, justice in prison. You, know, you want to see the rapist go to jail. When there is injustices done, our nature wants to see justice happen. And so justice has to happen for there to be love, to, to represent God and who he truly is and who we truly are. So I, love and justice go same and same. If, if God did not bring justice, then he really truly wouldn't be loving. Mm, excellent point, and Nathan. That's why we see uh, we see in our in our in, in all throughout the Bible uh, display that on, on God's people because uh, again, judgment starts in the house of the Lord, right? Nathan, cleaning house sometimes even in the church because there's a lot of um, uh, behavior that doesn't please the Lord, and God begins to chastise and correct uh, people because uh, He wants them to repent, and that's really the picture. That we're noticing in Lamentation chapter 4. God's pouring out his wrath, his anger, his fury, so that people would turn around. And Nathan, isn't that the biggest display in the time of the tribulation, right? When the Lord brings about uh, uh, the, the time of the tribulation, we see the wrath of God poured on unrighteous men, not on the church, because the church won't even be here. Right. And the Jewish people are the perfect example of humanity. Here in 586 BC, they were exiled for 70 years. They came back in 516 with the mm -hmm. temple built. And by, again, over a few centuries, they rebelled against God. So God brought the Romans in. And the Romans mm -hmm. destroyed Jerusalem and dispersed them to the four corners of the earth. But Isaiah 11 prophesied they'd return a second time. And God, that's what we're seeing today. We're seeing Israel regathered a yeah. second time. But, they have not regathered in faith. About 85% of Jewish people are secular humans. Yes. And so we know this tribulation time period is coming, a, a refining fire on the Jews, but also on the entire world, that will bring a believing remnant to accept Jesus Christ as Savior. And that will happen when we get to the, through the tribulation. Now, like you said, brother, if you're safe, you believe in Jesus Christ, you'll be raptured before right. we ever get to the tribulation. But during the tribulation, God will, again, use judgment and wrath to bring people to their knees to repent. Because, I don't know about you, man, you just survived a hurricane, right? And you have to see wrath before people will finally turn to Jesus, right? Well, Nathan, let me tell you, it, it, it got a lot of people praying. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, Florida all of a sudden became very religious out here. But, yeah, and Nathan, but the reality is sometimes, you know, it's, it's a display uh, of... of uh, a little bit of fear to kind of waken us up. And I also find that that's what's happening in the church at large too, Nathan. Sometimes God has to display a little bit of his strength so people can see, hey, God is not to be messed with. We have to obey the Bible. We have to obey his commandments. And when we don't, 
God shows the other side of it, loving, but yet disciplining dad. Yeah, yeah, he, he disciplines as we as parents discipline. You discipline to the point that the person repents, your child repents, and returns to or the right way of living. And there's times when if they refuse to, then you cast them out. You're like, all right, you're, you're over 18, you're out of my house, you're exiled. You know, you be like the prodigal son, let the world teach you through experience. Right. One day you'll repent and you'll return to me as well. And that's what the Lord is doing. The yes. Lord is trying to get the nation of Israel here in Lamentations to repent. And, that, and that's the prayers of Jeremiah through this. Yet Jeremiah is weeping and wailing and mourning like, like any prophet should to see right. the destruction of his people. But at the same time, he knows that at some point, as we read in Lamentations 3, there will be a repentance and return to God. Ooh, excellent point. Thank you so much, Nathan Jones. So yeah, Nate, if you can continue to take us through those verses. I know verse 11 uh, is power-packed, but so are the other verses coming up. Right, right. And again, I love your Hulk analogy, because that is a, a real good example that I think people connect with. Uh, but let's keep, keep on verse 12, uh, Lamentations 4. The kings of the earth and all inhabitants of the world would not have believed that the adversary and the enemy could enter the gates of Jerusalem. Because of the sins of her prophets and the iniquities of her priests who shed in her the blood of the just, they wandered blind in the streets. Mm. They have defiled themselves with blood so that no one would touch their garments. They cried out to them, Go away, unclean, go away, go away, do not touch us, when they fled and wandered. And those among the nations said, They shall no longer dwell here. Mm. Verse 16, The face of the Lord scattered them, he no longer regards them. The people do not respect the priests nor show favor to the elders. Wow, you know, Nathan, verse 16 there, what a powerful prophecy there. Uh, the, the Lord scattered them. And we know that's true, right? Nathan, they regained scat they remained scattered for thousands of years. Right? Well, verse 12, back it up a little. The kings of the world on the heavens couldn't believe it. In other words, God stamped his home right. as Jerusalem. The temple was in Jerusalem, and the Jewish people believed as long as there's a temple, they even said that to Jeremiah. They said, as long as there's a temple, no one's going to mess with us. Mm. God is here. He will always protect his home. But, you know, God does not have to live in an earthly dwelling. That's his right. home is not a man-made temple. Now his home is in our hearts. He, he lives within us through the Holy Spirit. Yes. And his throne is in heaven. So God did not have to be in Jerusalem for the people to, uh, the world to protect the Jewish people. And so he didn't need to protect them anymore because mm -hmm. they refused to follow him. Now, why would you protect the people that over 900 years have refused again and again and again and again to follow you? So this is astounding to the world because the world had seen the Jewish people protected miraculously over the centuries, and now it's like they had no power whatsoever. Nebuchadnezzar the Babylonian came in and the king wiped them out, mm -hmm. destroyed them, and marched all their people with any status or money away to Babylon. And Nathan, uh, that's why we just have to look at history. History oftentimes repeats itself, and we can see that God, that, that the Bible is so true, because even up to today, Nathan, there's still no temple standing there. No, not right now it's the Dome of the Rock. It's the Muslim way of saying, hey, we're superior to Christianity and Judaism, but that time, now the, the Bible calls it the time of the Gentiles. That's right. Where the Gentiles, Jesus said, would trample Jerusalem. And brother, trampling Jerusalem now. The Jewish people might have control of, of Jerusalem, which is a prophecy in itself. And they didn't fulfill the prophecy, but they don't really control The whole world is fighting over it. Yeah. Zechariah 12 and 14 say 
Jerusalem will be a stumbling block to the nations, and all who try to take control of it will get hurt. And we're seeing that today. So God is doing something amazing in Israel. Mm. He's keeping them to bring back a remnant to repentance and salvation. And yeah. we are living to see that, man. I know. And that's why, Nathan, we also have to see that the good side of God. Yeah, He disciplines, He corrects, but then His promises are true. He also restores. And we see in the restoration process as we see God's people regathered uh, to the land. And that's why we need to support and pray for Israel. Amen. I mean, just think about it. We were reading Lamentations, which was written 2,600 years ago. I mean, that's staggering when you think about it. And yet, God is still 2,600 years yeah. later, after two exiles and a holocaust, have not forgotten Jewish people. They are back in their home country. They have a nation. Man, what nation comes back to life after 1900 years? It never happened. That's it never right. will happen. And this is the nation of the Bible. It means something. So all those people say, ah, it's a mistake that Israel's a nation again. Or, ah, the Jewish people, they aren't really Jewish people. They're like Russians or something. That's all nonsense. <laughs> it's absolutely nonsense. Bible prophecy proves That's that right. God is still working amongst the Jewish people. He still wants them to be saved. And it might be thousands of years later, but he is still keeping his promises. And man, Woo. if he keeps his promises to the Jewish people, then he will keep his promises to the church. And that means the individual Christian. And that's why those of you that are tuned in, God is going to keep his promises likewise to you as you turn to him, as you build your relationship with him. God is so awesome. And Nathan, that's why we love the scriptures. It's the good, the bad, and the ugly. But for the church and the believers, it's all good. At the end, we win. We do. We, Jesus Christ wins, so his followers win as well. When we look at this world, it is so messed up, it is so yeah. evil. It seems like the King Nebuchadnezzar of our time period, they're all out there winning. Every cultural battle, every war, we got crazy people like That's... Rocket Man in North Korea oh, threatening the world with nuclear attacks. You know, we've got the Middle East always on fire. We're reached, we're reached 20 trillion in debt. We're bound yeah. to collapse economically. It's just a, a given. And that means the whole world will plunge into an economic yeah. morass. It's all freaking prophecy, man. It's all got to happen because thousands of years ago, God said it would. He already knows the beginning from the end. He already knows it's going to happen. That's right. We just have to be living in a time period where it's rolling out. And, and Nathan, and of course, not to sidetrack us, but I mean, we see everything. We see false prophets. We see false teachers. Just a few days ago, the world was supposed to end a few days ago, right, Nathan? Again. <laughs> In September 23rd, uh, so many people predicted the rapture because of an alignment of constellations. Right. Oh, the great sign of Revelation 12. And again, of course, that's more date-setting nonsense. Nothing happened. No one expected anything to happen. It yeah. really understand Bible prophecy. Absolutely. And that's why we say to individuals, this is why we want to encourage those of you that are watching and listening. It is so important and vital for you to read the Word of God, study the Word of God. Uh, Nathan Jones and myself have been doing this program for many, many years, and it's to educate you and to prepare you so that when all this nonsense comes up, you're not swept away uh, with all these false prophets. But again, God's Word is true. He tells us here in His Word, according to Lamentation, His faithfulness as well. And as we look at Lamentation chapter 4, again, we want to encourage you to read it for homework. Uh, if we don't make it through all chapter 4 and chapter 5, of course, we won't be able to make it. But we want you to see that the book of Lamentation is very prophetic in nature. Uh, Nathan, I know our time goes very quickly. Are we still going to have time for a few more verses? Whatever you want, sir. It's your show. Absolutely. Well, I just thought that uh, verse 16 was fascinating, but I know... Um, 
the rest of chapter uh, four uh, is also exciting. And we want to just, uh, maybe someone just tuned in. We see a number of people tuning in live via Facebook. Maybe they missed the beginning of the program. But Nathan, yeah, let's take it through a few more verses. Hopefully those that just tuned in will be able to catch uh, some of what we're talking about here. Okay, well, uh, Jeremiah's venting again, starting with verse 17. Still our eyes failed us, watching, debating for our help, and our watching, we watched for a nation that could not save us. Yeah. They tracked our steps so that we could not walk in our streets. Our end was being Our days were over, for our end had come. Mm. One pursuers were swifter than the eagles of the heavens. They pursued us on the mountains and laid wait for us in the wilderness. The breath of our nostrils, the anointed of the Lord, was caught in their pits of whom we said, under his shadow, we shall live among the nations. So, whew. Whoa. And then we've got Edomites uh, prophesied against because of their complicitness in helping the Babylonians. Verse 21. Rejoice and be glad, O daughter of Edom, you who dwell in the land of us. The cup shall also pass over to you, mm. and you shall become drunk and make yourself naked. The punishment of your iniquity is accomplished, O daughter of Zion. He will no longer send you into captivity. You punish your iniquity, all daughters of Edom. He will uncover your sins. Wow! I mean, that's a that's a handful right there. <laughs> but <laughs> Nathan, as you read those passages, and uh, you mentioned Rocket Man, of course, some people maybe are not familiar with talking about North Korea uh, and uh, just a situation that Trump uh, nicknamed him that. But Nathan, you know what? What came to my mind um, as as you were reading this, I just noticed how it's true. Sometimes we put our uh, uh, you know, we put our focus on so oftentimes the wrong things. And uh, here we notice, uh, again, uh, it says in verse 17, Still our, our eyes failed us, watching vainly for our help uh, is in, excuse me, our help in our watching, we watch for a nation that could not save us. And I was thinking, you know, so many people today, Nathan, they're putting their focus on America, the power of America to save us in case of catastrophe. Mm -hmm. Again, our hope needs to be in the Lord and in the Lord alone. Amen. Actually, Israel is a great example of that because they constantly went back to their slave master, the Egyptians, looking for help. Right. They call up Syria, who they're always at war with. Hey, help us, help us. Then we turn to their enemies for help. And in the end, their enemies, like the Edomites, turned on them. The Edomites sold them out, watched from the mountains, laughing that Israel was destroyed. And so Jeremiah's like, hey, your time's going to come eat them as well. As a matter of fact, there's no such thing as Edomites anymore. They were eventually wiped out as well, just as, as Jeremiah and others prophesied. So, yeah, there, there was no help. There was no, there, and brother, when, when you're an enemy of God, That's there's right. no help for you. There is no help because Satan is going to lose. The master of the enemy is going mm -hmm. to lose. He's going to be sent to hell. And those who follow him will be sent to hell as well. And that's part of God's loving just yeah. judgment that evil must be punished. So yeah. I pray that there's nobody out there who hasn't accepted Jesus' salvation, that are covered That's in right. His blood so that God's wrath will pass over them and that they will be saved and go to heaven because Jesus you right. don't want to go to hell. That's right. And for those of you that are tuned in, our program is pretty much over. But listen, our lines are always open to pray for you. If you want to receive Christ, uh, give us a call, 305-992-9537. We'd love to share with you how you can begin that relationship with Him so that we can celebrate God's goodness with you. We believe you're not tuned into this program by coincidence.
but by divine appointment because God loves you and God has a plan for your life as Nathan Jones has been sharing in the book of Lamentation. So Nathan, this is very, very exciting. I want to thank you so much for bringing us through this incredible chapter, chapter 5 and maybe next, uh, chapter 4, excuse me, and, and next time we'll, we'll tackle chapter 5, another incredible uh, chapter in the book of Lamentation as we close uh, Lamentation. So Nathan, it's always a joy to have you on and I want to thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, brother. Great to be on. Awesome. And of course, for those of you that are tuned in, we have ran out of time for this segment uh, of the program. But again, our lines will remain open. We will be available to uh, uh, pray uh, for you. Or if you have any questions, we would love for you to also uh, call us. And uh, we'll share with you some more wonderful information. And of course, Nathan Jones and myself, we want to say goodbye. May the Lord bless you and keep you. And may his face shine upon you. We pray you guys have a wonderful, wonderful week. And of course... Next week, Lord willing, we will see you back here uh, for our program. But we pray you have a wonderful day in the Lord Jesus. Thank you.